Hi there, and welcome to a rather special podcast. I would like to introduce you to two very special guests indeed. Um, They're here to answer all allegations that they are not real and that they're not pigs. Um, I thought they were dead. I'd like you to open your hearts to, uh, not open their hearts because that would be brutal, but uh, open your hearts to the two wonderful singers that are Pinky and Perky. So, Pinky, um, how do you answer the allegations that many people, including myself, I'm afraid to say, have levelled at you, that you are not real and that you are not uh, pigs? Well, thank you very much, firstly, for giving us the chance to come in and clear our names and clear our reputations, because quite honestly, uh, it's scandalous. What's happened to us? Um, we were two hard-working jobbing pros, two hard-working pigs, and uh, we were spotted by Mike Sams, that fraud that he is, um, who took all the credit for our work. Um, quite honestly, we came in, uh, initially we thought it was a session gig, and we came in to do some work for him, and then, uh, you know, he started marketing us, and uh, kept us out of the limelight, um, and uh, wouldn't let us go on a TV for about six months. And, uh, and when we agreed to go on, he said, ah, we've got some uh, puppets doing your work. Um, it was union, union rules. Um, so um, there's a couple of uh, pigs out there that were puppet pigs. And, um, and we were sat at home just watching the TV in absolute amazement. We couldn't believe it. Their performances were so wooden. Uh, we just didn't, you know, we couldn't get out, couldn't do our work. And, and even even Mike, he, he pulled strings to, to make sure that we didn't get work in the clubs. So we were really, for about six years, on a retainer. Uh, he did give us some, some money, but he didn't want us going out and, uh, and playing and, and live. And to be honest, we, we were a bit uh, rough at the edges in those days. You know, uh, Pinky went off the rails a bit. He started taking uh, drugs and, and stuff, and we, and we both, you know, party hard. And, um, you know, we, we mixed with the wrong crowd, quite honestly. And uh, Led Zeppelin, they were on their way up in those days, and we used to hang out with, with those guys, you know. Um, yeah, it was a good scene, man, you know. We, we would hang out in London, and uh, but we were always business like. We'd always be there um, banging out those uh, tunes. Uh, in tune, in perfect tuning actually, uh, for Mike whenever he required. Well, that is absolutely incredible. I mean, what a story. Um, I just didn't have any idea, quite honestly. Um, uh, so how did you guys, um, um, Pinky, can I ask you, um, uh, Perky, I'm sorry, Perky, um, I still can't tell the difference between you guys. I mean, you're sitting opposite me now. Um, um, one of you's got the hat on, haven't you? I wear the bloody hat, right? Um, that was Mike's idea again, you know, because we, we are genetic twins and uh, and people couldn't tell us apart and I don't know why they needed to know who the hell we were, you know, just, just Pinky and Perky, that's us, two of us. But um, people needed to know, oh, am I looking at Pinky, am I looking at Perky? We used to have some fun with the ladies, I can tell you. Um, so Mike, it was Mike's idea, he had this old beret hanging around one night and um, we, were, we were having a good time and, uh, and Mike starts, you know, prattling around, he puts the beret on and, um, and one, one of the guests at the party said, oh, uh, Pinky, why don't you try it and, and Perky, why don't you try it and Perky put it on 
and um, we decided that it looked good um, and it might be a way of distinguishing us apart so uh, that's how the berry thing got started. Well that's fascinating so if, if we can go back um, Perky if I can ask you um, how did you get started with your singing I mean what what prompted you two pigs you know to to go into show business in the first place? Well you know the thing was um, we were on the farm growing up as, as little piglets and um, sometimes, you know, we used to sneak into the house and uh, the farmer, the farmer's wife would, would see us, you know, and she'd say, oh, you naughty pigs, you know, you go, go back to the trough and she'd carry us out, you know. Uh, but when we got a little bit bigger, it wasn't so cute and um, we used to get hit with sticks. Um, so um, one day, Perky, who was always into a bit of reading, had come across a copy of Animal Farm. And in the story, the pigs took over the farm. So we started to get ideas, you know. And when the fa- we didn't we didn't think the world was right for the revolution just at that time. Um, but you know, we started going to the house and we'd creep upstairs. You know, when, when the family went away, you know. They used to go away for a weekend and, and we'd put on clothes and, and uh, serve ourselves dinner and, and put on some of the old records and uh, start singing along. And uh, the animals would come to the window, uh, we only allowed ourselves in, you know. Uh, and they were clapping and cheering and, and um, I think it was the cows who really got into it. Um, they encouraged us and um, anyway we got a good response and then we started to break out. Um, and sneak off and just, just well, I think we, in the end we just left. We sort of outgrew the farm and um, we got, when we got our clothes sorted out, we just went and started touring. And long story short, we end up in London and, um, and that fateful night uh, when Mike Sams comes across us singing in uh, the Fiddler's Gibbet. That um, started many acts at that time. It was, it was well known as a kind of breaking ground, wasn't it? If you could, uh, the well-known, you know, if you could do the fiddler's gibbet, um, you were going to get noticed. You were going to do well. Yeah, that's right. The, the fiddler's gibbet. Um, we we went down a storm, and of course, in those days, we we our act was quite different from uh, what people will remember and the tracks that we eventually recorded, which were middle of the road nonsense. You know, from from hits of the day. Obviously, that's where we found our success. But. Um, you know, in the Fiddler's Gibbet, we were, we were really, really going for it. I mean, Perky used to do, um, so they talk about Zappa on stage um, and uh, Alice Cooper. And, but, I mean, we, we were eating all sorts of nonsense, um, you know, because pigs, I mean, we can eat anything. Um, people were throwing slurry up on stage, all sorts of offal and tripe and, uh, you know, I don't know what I was eating one night. Um, and we would do all that, we would bust up the drum kit. We, we would go down to the cheapest music stores we could find and, and get instruments that we knew we were going to break the following night. Just as pure theatre, you know. But, I mean, Perky uh, had one guitar, it was a Fender Stratocaster, and he used to stretch out and he used to do ridiculously long solos. They would go on for a couple of weeks, you know. People would come and go and... Um, I mean, it was the 60s, man, you know, we didn't, we didn't have any f- uh, fears in those days. Um, we just used to go on, but um, by the time Mike saw us, we, we, we got it down to, you know, uh, a nice tight little set, and he, he recognised our vocal ability, 
and um, basically we were quite lucky that night because we, we, we decided we just wanted to, you know, take the piss out of, um, can I say that on the radio, take the piss? Um, take, the, take the piss out of some of the current artists. So we were doing like a cover version of, um, oh, I forget the song, Perky, do you remember what the song was? Uh, yeah, I think we were doing a cover version of, um, of, no, we were doing Taxman. Yeah, it was Taxman by the Beatles. goodness that is uh, amazing I've never heard that before at all yeah I'm not bloody surprised either it's bloody rubbish anyway Mike saw some promise and potential and uh, it was that night where after a few beers and a few poppers and a few whizzes and um, they offered us the contracts um, several contracts actually but uh, as I remember but in fact it was just one on the table um, Perky tells me. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, well, those were the days, right? Oh, well, it's been absolutely fabulous uh, talking to you guys, and I'm so happy that um, I bumped into you at the Dubai Mall. Um, um, you know, who'd have thought that uh, all these years after your great recordings uh, and I, I happened to chance across you um, in Costa Coffee, um, literally. Uh, days after um, making that podcast so all the best to you guys um, so uh, I hear you're doing some shows in Dubai right? No we're not doing any shows <laughs> you got the wrong end of the stick there mate um, we're, we're just um, we're just chilling um, living off the um, immoral earnings uh, <laughs> of Mike Sam's um, we've managed to negotiate a much better deal and uh for our back catalogue, um, which we will be remastering, and uh, that's our next project. So, um, yeah, we're just chilling out here, you know, having a good time. Well, um, we certainly wish you all the very, very best uh, in that endeavour, and um, it was great to have you on the show. <laughs>